uh, attacked um, a children's hospital in Ukraine. No oh, way. yes. Yes, I he, heard about he, that. He, he, he wanted to pick on people whose own size. No, um, he... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he really did. Seriously. <laughs> he, oh my uh, God. He's he a little guy, it? Putin. He, he's got Napoleon complex. He's a little big man. He's a little guy, you know. Uh, Putin is a little short, little short little man, short little insane maniac, running running a, a country with his fingertips are at the edge of a of a button that can uh, start a thermonuclear war, which I think he'd be shot in the head by somebody around there before doing so. But um, yeah, it's they attacked the uh, this, this Ukrainian children's hospital. And, um, you know, it's, it's barbaric. You know, it's unbelievable. Yes. Bombing of, of a yeah. children's hospital. And yeah. you're not targeting civilian uh, targets. You're letting the uh, ceasefire, letting you know, corridors to let people escape. And, you know, 1.7 million, almost 2 million people have, have gotten, gotten out of Ukraine so far. But officials said that a Russian airstrike, uh, an airstrike, uh, buried patients in rubble despite a ceasefire deal for people who flee the besieged uh, city of Maripol. Maripol. Yeah, anyway. Mm. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I thought you said, said Maripol. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a damn shame. That's a damn you know, shame. You know, I think, yeah. you know, all the aardvarks who are surrounding Putin need to do something. Not art, yeah. not art, what do you Russia could um, stop the war 
in a day. He doesn't need to carry yeah. on the war. So the valid point was that he was doing it to scare his own people because with COVID, supposedly, it didn't scare um, people like it did most of the world. So most Russians weren't scared of COVID at all. You know, they, they weren't bothered by all the, 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 you know, the rules and things like that that were put in place. Um, they weren't upheld the same way as other countries, and it's almost like he saw this as a, a weakness within, within his own country compared to how everybody else was responding. It was like, hey, how can I get my people to fear me and do what I wish? I know, let's attack Ukraine, play these chess moves, and so, you know, like the, the attack on the children's hospital. What's that mm. going to do? Everybody has uh, a weakness and a, a button to push when it comes to children, pregnant women. Oh, let's bomb a children's hospital. Let's make every every country even more angrier so they want to jump on my back. Then I've got an excuse to press the button and, you know, have my own way. And it leaves its own people crippled because more and more countries are withdrawing um you know, luxuries and things that they've been used to every single day, suppressing its own people. And, mm -hmm. you know, the Russian people are, are feeling all this weight and attack for something that most of them are not even supporting. So, so it's... So you it's, think yeah. he's um, making a chess move, huh, huh sis? You think he's playing I think, chess? I well, yeah, it certainly seems that way with attacking a children's hospital. That's pushing people's buttons right there. Yeah, it's because, un unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. wonder if that was a, um, you know, if that was a calculated move from the Kremlin, or was this some rogue general out in the field? You know. Um, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't see Putin, and, and I could be wrong. I could be asked backward wrong on this, but I just don't see Putin saying, "Give me a command to air attack a children's hospital in Ukraine." I just do not see him. Micromanaging this thing, I, I don't yeah. see him doing it. I could, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe he yeah. need it. But, but, but I just don't think that. And yeah. Uh, yeah. got it. You know, I uh, hope I'm not wrong. Um, you know, you know, the last time a, a civilian targets were attacked in Europe, you know, the last time that was. Um. Not are we, wait, we're going back to World War II, right? Yes. Yeah. 1964. And it's funny, actually. <laughs> In the 40s. Definitely in the 40s. Yes. Yes. Um, 1945. Yeah. Whoa. 45. Whoa. Yeah. In the year 45, 45. That's the wrong song. The year 20. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, the way I got the answer, I read the um the spreadsheet, the, the screen in front of me. <laughs> so I need it. Yeah, Andy, you gave the answer away, buddy. Ew. 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 I like 1964. No, 19, World War II. Yeah. World, World War II. Yeah. 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 It's kind of and, scary, and, actually. Because I was yeah. saying today that, you know, it seems like history is repeating itself. Yeah, well, you have a madman uh, in a very dangerous position in Europe, as we had Hitler at a dangerous position in Europe in the yeah. 1930s into the 40s. Yeah. And, and this is kind of interesting here. Uh, we have a guy who uh, is in command also of the, uh, of the nuclear arsenal um, that Russia has, 
which is significant, which is very yeah. significant, actually, right? Yeah. I don't know. Here, we, we um, the U.S. was had a plan um, that they were going to do or going to implement with uh, Poland to get MiG-29 fighter jets into the uh, hands uh, of the Ukrainian Air Force. Um, mm. So they, all right? Uh, uh, 70 of them, I heard. There's going to be 70 jets. I think we talked about on the show a week ago. Um, that was Ixnate as fast as it came to the table. They're not doing it. Yeah. Why? Because they don't want to uh, implicate any Western direct military interference with the Russians thinking of potential uh, higher level retaliation by the Russians. Yeah. But yeah. here's what I think. The aardvarks surrounding uh, Putin and his his advisors, the people right in next to him, the equivalent of the cabinet, I guess, here in the States. Um, yeah. I think somebody I think somebody would take him out. I think somebody would execute him, shoot him in the head, before he ever would attempt to take an aggressive action against a uh, NATO ally or the United States itself in terms yeah. of the Now here's the other here's the other concern. China okay. is the same time right now is butting up with Iran and doing a type of nuclear agreement that Obama had. Remember the remember the Iran nuclear deal? Obama, yeah. bum, 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 right? Yes. Well, yeah. now we have China, China um, stepping in to a relationship with Iran. Now, here's here's the here's the significance. In in Russia, we have a a madman dictator um, who is surrounded by people who have imagined in the Western civilization lifestyle in Russia, um, who are being hurt. You know, where, where it hurts, below the belt, at big time, the wallets. You hit them in the wallets. And the Russian population um, is suffering. Putin's not about to hit a red button, so to speak, to launch any kind of war or, or increase military action against a NATO ally because we will, in fact, retaliate big time. And there you have World War Three, and, and our, our very existence on this yeah. planet would, would come into question, right? Uh, he, yeah. He'd be shot in the head. Somebody take him out. Now let's look at the let's look at the Chinese in Iran. You've got the ability via a nuclear power station buildups using the same chemical compounds, the same uranium and so forth, to build a nuclear weapon, to build a bomb with a dictator who is more aligned with Allah than he is the human race, who yeah. is take out Jews, who would take out uh, the infidel, so to speak, and wouldn't think twice about it because yeah. the religious aspect of, of his insane thinking, the, the Allah, the take out the infidels, kill all the Jews. Uh, here, where's my nuclear weapon? So so I, I think we have more of a, of, a, of a caution that needs to be exercised when evaluating the relationship, the potential relationship between China and Iran than we do in terms of a big scale invasion of what could potentially happen uh, in Russia. So I think I think somebody would take that guy out. I don't think anybody around him will let him let him push a button and start nuclear war. That that ain't gonna happen. I mean, again, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't I don't see that it, it, it's happening. So, yeah. so I, I, yeah. I got my eyes right now on this uh, on this supposed sketchy nebulous deal. Uh, that's going to happen between China and Iran. And I think that's what we seriously need to pay attention to big time. Yes, I can't believe absolutely. what's going on in the world. I can't believe what's going on in the world. 
I can't believe oh, it. Oh, it's craziness. I mean, I'm my really concern right now is that British have been told, uh, because basically some of our military have gone AWOL and uh, have disappeared. Some of them um, were found to have bought tickets to Poland. And uh, we think some of our AWOL soldiers have gone over to help Ukraine. And, of course, the British are concerned that Putin's going to look at it as if to say, okay, so the British are now getting involved. I'm going to start getting more aggressive. And that's what we don't but, want. And, you know. But, you know, but at the same time, uh, Russia has sent a thousand missionaries uh, over to uh, Ukraine. Yeah. A thousand. Yeah. No, no. What yeah. do you call it? Missionary soldiers? Miss- yes. Missionaries? No, not missionaries. No, missionaries of. Missionaries, people that help people <laughs> in other countries. <laughs> mercenaries, is that right? Mercenaries. I'm Okay. Yeah. Missionaries are so good. <laughs> I like missionaries. missionaries. Yeah. 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 People say nuns. Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. I never say none of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, we're keeping rights uh, and what's going on in Ukraine. You see, coming back, you know, I've had a coverage of this one. So, Sorry, you going in and out, brother. <laughs> I, I'm hey, glad you said that, Cornell. I was thinking, is uh, it me? I was checking my connection. I, I, I'm going in and out. Am I, am I back? Am I back? Am I back? Am I here? Yeah, it's saying like every time we talk about the subjects, things go kind of crazy. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am back, right? Uh, I think so. Yes. I hope it's you. Is it you, Andy? Uh, well, guess guess what I've been doing. No, 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 no guess too hard. No. Guess, guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, hope uh, you, I hope you kept the lights off. That would just end up disastrous. <laughs> no, I I've been spending uh, a tremendous amount of time over the past couple of weeks, and I've actually had some gigs, which has been great, by the way. It's another story, but music gigs. It feels so good to get on stage again. Holy crap! This is just Aww. amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. They, 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 they don't they, they don't clap they, for you, and they you know they still don't, but you know, they boo, but you know they. But they, at least I'm on stage. I don't care. Clap or boo, I'm on stage, you know? No. Uh, um, no, it feels really, really great uh, to get out and play and uh, and do what I do. My gosh, we had a, a gig last week where I invited a percussionist to come up on stage with me, and I went to this kind of like, uh, 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 what, not Italian love song, not Italian, uh, Hispanic, like a Hispanic, uh, South American, Mexican, Mexican kind of Ooh. Latin rhythm. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. percussions were playing, people were playing dance, people started to get up and dancing. It was so incredible. It was it was really? it was late night. It was before the show, after the show, after the show. It was like we were cleaning up, you know, it was, it was done. Most of the audience it was, was the after party. party. It was the <laughs> wow. after party. So there was about ten or fifteen people there, maybe more, but right around there. And I just went to this minor jam thing and percussionist was playing, people were picking up tambourines, people were dancing. It was so it was the best part of the show was when people no one was there. That was the best part of the whole show. It's so great. Oh. So great. <laughs> you know, because 
things happen like in improv manner, you know, like you just, you know, just make it up. Kind of like picture Carlos Santana, you know, that kind of rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like so, that. So much fun. Oh, yeah. nice. I like it. I like it. I like, I like it. it like that. Do, 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 yes, do, yes, do. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But uh, I mean, what, what are you doing there in uh, Mexico? What what are you? Uh, are, what am I uh, doing? Yeah. Well, currently, my loves, I am sat here with a glass of homemade wine again, talking to your wonderful Woo, self. Doggy. But no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You have yeah. to send me some, just like I have to send um Andy his um tasty cakes. Oh. Actually, I did. They should. They on their way, Andy. Woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. We're yeah. Oh my goodness gracious! You know. Uh, for those of you, because we know we're talking to people all around the world right now, and uh, for those of you who uh, who don't know, a tasty cake is a Philadelphia product. It's a miniature cakes and pies. Uh, they bake right there in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, USA, and they are incredible. It, it, around the country, you have Hostess, I think, and Enemans and that kind of thing. Uh, tasty cakes are the most amazing, you know, for that for that type of home baked the junior pies and cakes and cupcakes and that kind of thing. Um, nobody, nobody. Makes a, a cake as tasty as a uh, as a tasty cake. Do we agree? Um, I oh. would love to agree, but uh, as of yet, I've still still not tasted. We gotta fix that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can describe describe the the flavors to me, and I can I can imagine it. And then I'll say yes, yes. Uh, okay, uh, chocolate. Icing on vanilla cake on a butter cake with chocolate between the two layers. Ooh, uh, like a sandwich. Oh Stop it. 
Yes. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. going to have good sex for the rest of their life. Yes, Ooh, just right. because of that song. So... I'm going down on Georgia. <laughs> yeah. so we, we have another tune we're working on. Uh, we're spending a tremendous uh, time building, mixing, constructing the tune uh, called For You. And um, I'm reluctant to do this, but I'm going to do it. Uh, I've got a rough mix I'm working on this thing. You just, we have over 200 tracks for one song. 200 tracks uh, for one song. And imagine building yeah. it out. You know, the main, the main, and I, I, and I you, you, we've talked about it. You've kind of yeah. been in line with me while I suffered through sorting out these tracks. Uh, yeah. I want to play, I want to play, because I just want to see how it comes out. I want to see how it sounds. Uh, kind of a rough mix. Not everything's in here yet. We still have a ways to go. Uh, we're getting there. It's, um, but let me just uh, play another Kevin Michael song, the beginning of it. I'm gonna, I'll, we're going to debut the song when it's complete on the show. But uh, it'll be kind of interesting to see also because this is kind of what we do when we're not doing a radio show. We're all musicians and producers, and um, this is kind of what we do. And it, it'll be interesting to see the, the song now I'm going to play for you uh, of it, and then we'll hear what the final mix sounds like. But this is a song called For You. I'm just going to play a little bit of it uh, again by uh, Kevin Michaels. Hawaii. Let's Woo. see what's on his palette. 
uh, than the the great, the mighty, the awesome, the all-knowing, powerful wizard. Oh, wrong, wrong show. Of Oz. (laughs) 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 The the, uh, wait, where's the word? I got a. uh, Where's my appropriate introduction for for uh, wait a minute? <laughs> um, anyway, is this it? Wait, wait, wait! I got it! I got it! Thank you very much. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you <are. laughs> uh, wait, I got to push the button here. Wait a minute. Uh, we, 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 every got, every time a, a guest comes on the show. They've got to answer this question as they come on, or a question. Here's the question of the day for our guest that's coming right now. Why was Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer relieved of his command? Okay. Chet, you're on the air. Where's the button? Where's the button? Oh, wait, wait. Okay, here we go. Wait. Here we go. We got, we got. Where's the button? Where's the button? <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's yes. Chad on the front. Woo! Hey, how you doing, Chad? Okay. Uh, hey, Chad, how you doing? I'm, setting, I'm uh, uh, putting together a marinade for some fresh cut uh, mahi mahi this morning. Woo! Uh, nice. Well, Ooh. And then, of course, I'll have to cut some of it up for the cat, too. Otherwise, he will take my arm off. There he is, waiting. <laughs> he's he's waiting. Stalking you. Giving you those eyes. Stalking. <laughs> he's stalking me. Tapping his he's claws one by me. one on the floor. <laughs> you will be mine. Oh, yes. You will be mine. <laughs> I was hoping there, sweetie. How is everything there? Well, it's uh, getting dark. Um, really, really. Well, it it it's getting overcast in the afternoon. It's the uh, morning sun and over, overcast and rain in the evening afternoons no. and stuff. So it's it's normal. It's normal for the. This is the rainy season we're going into, and uh, and there it is. And uh, uh, I see. I see. Yeah, I see. I, 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 yeah, you can see. I guess if I hold <laughs> my phone up. You might be able to see it better. Here, no. I'm holding my phone up. Can you see it better now? <laughs> well, as long as you don't get struck yeah. by lightning from any storm, darling, while you're holding your phone, that's happy. That's happy time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Or have yeah. one of these uh, heel trees fall on me. That would be put a dent in the day. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! Boy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of them that them. tried to fall over, but they're they're far. They're like you know. 30 Aww. yards from my yurt, so no problem. Oh. Okay. No worries. Well, I'm so, yeah, glad I got... to report it's been warm here, and that makes a change for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not serious. Yes, it's very true. <laughs> it's sad, <Yeah>. but true. <laughs> We're serially serious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, very good, very mm. good, very good. So what's going on in the world of chat? Well, uh, too much, probably. I'm kind of glad I got a week and a half off from gigging. So it was it was getting kind of crazy there. Uh, Ooh, digging? Had a, had a, 
had a five hour one followed by a four hour one followed by a five hour one two hour one with a guitar player who doesn't know his chord changes. Oh. He doesn't know that the one after A is a F sharp minor, not an F sharp major. That was a little thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can you imagine? I'm just cringing right now. I'm thinking in the seat. (laughs) It's all, you know, A, F sharp major, D, and E, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's all. For Stand By Me. Yeah, that's that's the progression. Oh, uh, it, was, it was special, darling. but it, it was temporary and fleeting and ephemeral. You know what they say: the the, the cook eats his mistakes, the bartender drinks his mistakes, and the musicians just go wafting off into thin air. So there we go. I love that saying. That's awesome. I've never heard that before. Oh, well, that's that's from my days. Houston, we have a problem. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we do. Uh-huh. Houston is a problem. <laughs> you know, uh, I I I uh, I've got a recording here. I, I want you to uh, to hear. All right. Uh, uh, and, All right. Uh, All right. Forget from the big closet. Andy Kimball. Forget you. I want you to hear this. Forget, uh, think about our forgetting the chords. You know. This, this. Oh no! <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> Baby. Why don't you see? Chet, do you do that song? Do you play that tune? I never have, you know. I think you should. I never have. No, don't play it here. Uh, don't play it here. I, I, do, uh, I do Blue Christmas. Hey, hey Chet, if you, if you really play that summer. song, what? dude, you will never hear from me again. <laughs> I know, right? It's a great song on Elvis' part, but, you know. I got it. I, I got another one. Now I'll play that. I I do it Elmer Fudd voice. Oh, that'll be Put so in it, swap. <laughs> mm. I can't get out. <laughs> I love you so much, baby. Play a baby. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you know what to say. Ain't nothing but a Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. what was really funny, I saw that performance. Really? The, the, first time, the first time Elvis was on TV. Woo! And it was Steve Allen. He, wow. he aced, uh, what's his name, the, the show of shows, uh, Ed Murrow. Ed, Ed somebody or other, not Ed Murrow. Ed the other one. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. The Anyway, yeah, anyway, Steve Allen had Presley on, and he had Presley sing Hound Dog to a hound dog that he brought on a pest, oh, on a pedestal. God. So he had this really classic hound dog with the big floppy ears, you know, ready to run out and, and, and hunt for coon. And <laughs> Steve mm-hmm. Allen was so brilliant. brilliant. But yeah, he had had press, and I I saw that in in black and white on a round seventeen inch zenith. Wow! And uh, back in nineteen fifty, <laughs> whatever the hell it was, fifty five, I guess fifty six. My goodness. Yeah. 
That's incredible. Formative years. We used to play on together. I got into rock and roll. Oh. And rock and roll got into you. (laughs) I went away. I, I lost my uh, my roots in uh, Arthur Godfrey style ukulele and uh, and Irving Berlin songs for a while, and got mm. into rock and roll. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. You ever served in an infantry unit, son? No, but I've mm. seen them walk by. <laughs> <laughs> they walk funny. Did you know that? They really, they really walk funny. <laughs> <laughs> the the funniest one was the poor guy at Annapolis in, in the company I was in briefly, uh, who could not make his arms go the right way. Huh. So there would be a whole platoon marching, and everybody's arms would be going, you know, like left out, left back, left out, left back, and his would be left back, left out, left back, left out. And that could be a, a potential hazard. Yeah, <laughs> and they would have him in the choir, the drill field, and just working this guy hour after hour after hour, trying to get him to you know make his arms move correctly. And finally, he got the million dollar. He got the million dollar wound. He fell off of the parallel bars and broke both his arms, and ended oh, up. Spending the rest of the year uh, in the hospital without getting his ass run or anything, so ah! he was pretty, mm. pretty lucky. Mm. Mm. Wow. wow! Definitely, he is very lucky. <laughs> sort of, <goodness>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so funny you, to see that, you know. Like I say, infantry so, they walk. Um. So, Amanda, what are you doing for dinner down there at Mexico? I'm actually not sure what we we are doing for dinner, um, but I know we are having dinner. Be sure to sniff the ceviche first. Pardon? Be sure to sniff the ceviche before, you know. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I do that. Uh, I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about getting some Chinese food tonight. And that would have tragic uh, repercussions all over Asia and Ooh. the rest of the world. Oh, that sounds great. Let me ask you a question. Do any of you guys eat crabs? Crab legs and crabs? Ooh, you know, I've got to be honest. I've yeah. never tried. Does that make oh, me sad? my God. Good. How about lobster? I've never tried lobster. Ooh. Lobsters walk, what is it? Easters. Crabs walk sideways and lobsters yes. walk straight. So you can't have a crab for your mate. <laughs> I'm having... The Japanese are involved here. Yes, they are. <laughs> Is that what you're having tonight, now? Yes. I, no, actually, I'm having some octopus. Ooh. Uh, Ooh the main thing is, is to get plenty of advice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Any of you guys ever try octopus? <laughs> Watch out for I've the suckers. Either. Me neither. <laughs> it's sort of gummy. I never yeah, tried I, It's I, like I, gummy I, fish. <laughs> I, just, I, I can't figure out all these lobsters. You walk into some of these restaurants, and you, and you see all these lobsters in the tanks. I mean, They're going to like, commit suicide. Really? Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, Andy, yeah. you're right. They, you be seeing them like in um, tanks and everything, and they be like, yeah. you know what, man? I'm going to die, and this is the last time you won't see me. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can never. Yeah, I can't do it. I can't go to a restaurant and say I'll take that one and drop it in boiling water. Oh, my God. Oh, I know, right? Yes. I can't do it. I can't do it. Why? Why do they do that? Some of I mean, them might be carp in, in outfits, though. 
Oh. I'm not blaming anybody for that. Why do they oh. not put them at their misery first before they cook them? Is there, is there a specific reason for that? Is it laziness or it just tastes better alive and when they're, kill, uh, when they're cooking them? Hmm. Uh, uh, they go off quickly. Shellfish go off quickly. We used to catch uh, oh, okay. in South Carolina back in the 50s and we'd run in the surf and, and then wait until they chased us and then they'd, we'd run away, run away. And my dad would slap them with a net, put them in a garbage can. Ooh. You are physically repulsive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he'd take it home, yeah. take it home, and he'd pour water in it and put it on the burner, and and you'd hear him skittering inside. Oh, his, his ah. water got ah. oh my ah. god. There's a vivid picture. Well, ah. to, tomorrow is going. No, Friday. I'm going to have a special dinner. Um. Yes, I'm getting me. I'm getting a pig. <laughs> I'm getting some ham. You're <laughs> like a pig. I'm getting me a all-American cheese hoagie with all types of cheese. Oh, oh now I'm jealous. That's not your plan. Yes, I'm. No, def- I'm jealous. I'm also jealous of Andy, though, for having Chinese, because... I know. What kind of Chinese are you getting, Andy? I think I'll get the whole... I'll call... I'll do your... Uh, how do you say? Uh, <laughs> uh, how about uh, some shrimp foo young? Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about Kung Pao chicken, or sweet and, pa- oh, sweet and sour chicken, or... Uh, oh, that's my fave. Or coconut walnut shrimp. Mm. Oh, yes. Or... There's this great restaurant called the Oak Tree Inn on Fair Oaks in South Pasadena. Folks in L.A., you got to try it. We're going to do very there. well. We've done a great job. They do indeed. Absolutely. The Oak Absolutely. Tree Inn, and a great Chinese place. Uh, I not that I know everyone in, in L.A., obviously. It's a big area, but this place particularly is very, very good if you're up for Chinese food in the L.A. area. It's, worth, uh, it's about the 110 to Fair Oaks uh, Avenue and head down the pike and hit the Oak Tree Inn. Very, very good. That's what I'm doing for dinner tonight, I think. Wow, that's great. How about about you, Chet? What are you having for dinner tonight? I'm having a marinated fresh-cut mahi-mahi on some rice. Ooh, salad. You know, I have some some Chinese food here in Mexico. And I I got to admit, okay, uh, I was shocked how much I got for my money. Because in the U.K., if I bought what I purchased here, I would be paying about 20 to 25 pounds for this meal. Over here, hmm. I got 25 pounds worth of food for 10 pounds. And I was just like, that is incredible. Just the uh, amount. They thought of. that they had to kill people in order to put themselves in a little better negotiating position. Amanda, yeah. I'm still I'm still thinking about you have to pay money just to have your TV on. I'm so oh, I that. know, right? I know. I oh, know. yeah, I remember telling us that. You know, uh, I mean, here they have very generous portions, um, but uh, an average, a, a decent entree, at least this restaurant's about uh, between thirteen and seventeen dollars, and the, okay. um, the portions are pretty good. Now, there's a chain restaurant uh, in the United States uh, and elsewhere. I don't know where else they are, but it's called Panda Express. It's like a fast food Chinese. Ah. Oh yeah. Ah, yeah, I've yeah. heard 
I love it, Andy. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, now think about Penn Express is, yeah, the portions, they, if you want, let's say, two entrees and a rice, right? So the big, so you have two little small compartments at the top of the tray and a long one at the bottom. They throw the rice in that long one, plenty of rice, and then your two choices, you go down the assembly line, you see what your two choices are. And they're like little tiny scoopfuls, you know, bam, bam, you know. And if you want a third choice, they give it to you a little cardboard container. Uh, but for 10 bucks, for 10 bucks, for two entrees and a big thing of rice, ain't bad. I love the sauce. I love the sauce. The sauce is what, awesome, man. What, what, what do you like? What do you like? Yeah. What do you like at Express? What's your? What do you? What do you like? Um, I, I like the. Uh, what do my wife usually give me? She it's like the chicken. I think it's the lemon. The um, lemon chicken or something like that. Oh, uh, there's orange chicken. Orange chicken. Orange, orange, orange chicken. chicken. Yes. Yeah. Orange yeah, chicken. Yeah. Yes. I love that. With the rice, maybe I'll, oh my maybe god! Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do orange chicken with uh, brown rice, and what would be the second entree? How about um, either sweet and sour oh, chicken um, or uh, kung pao chicken? Kung, kung pao chicken? Yeah, kung pao chicken. Well, uh, uh, let me see. We talking about food? Are we the food network now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Cantonese sweet you and sour. You can get some yes, gria. That's, that too. Sangria. Get some gria. You know, yeah. we went to Cheesecake Factory. A couple of us went to Cheesecake Factory oh, three weeks ago. Um, and got a sangria, uh, a small glass, mostly filled with ice. And guess how much they charge for sangria? A small glass, mostly ice, right? $15. Whoa. Cheesecake Factory. I I didn't know it was $15. And, you know, Ross would said, you know, she's going to get sangria, and she did. And uh, great, you know, get sangria. Which was mostly ice, you know. They, they put ice in it, and by the time they drink all the ice in the glass, there's not much room for the liquid, right? It doesn't matter if you're getting a coke or whatever you're getting. You know, ice in the glass. You uh-huh. know? Uh, I, sometimes uh, we'll get a separate glass of ice and just fill the fill the glass up with coke, and then give me my ice in a separate glass. You know what I mean? But this yeah. sangria at, at Cheesecake Factory um, was mostly ice, a little bit of sangria, and the price tag was fifteen dollars. Holy crap! I didn't know it. I made the bill. I didn't know. I, I took the receipt out when I got home. I'm like, fifteen dollars? You're kidding me! Holy Next shit. time, Andy, you want to say, "Can I have a sangria?" But you know, a tiny bit of ice. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, no ice. Or well, no, no ice. No ice. Yeah. No ice. Maybe maybe yeah. it was ice nine, and that's why it cost so much. Yeah. I, huh. I mean, does that yeah. does that seem? I don't know much about sangria, but is sangria normally like fifteen dollars for a glass of sangria? I think uh, Tegria is watered down wine, isn't it? Wine with the uh, yeah, it's usually like wine I would say it's usually like I would say nine eighty six, nine dollars or something, close to ten, ten or eleven dollars. That's that's it. Wow. Even that seems like a lot to me. I, I thought sangria would be priced out near, where maybe a little above a coke. Speaking of sangria, you know who's got amazing sangria? Uh, Jerry Hume restaurant chain called Pizzeria Uno. Ooh, I heard yeah. of that. Yeah, oh, they have, first of all, deep dish Chicago-style pizza, the best there is. I mean, they're absolutely fabulous. Oh, wow. Uh, it's called Pizzeria Uno, and they have, uh, they give you a, you know, a picture of sangria for $15. I mean, a whole picture, and it's really, really good. Really good. Yeah, Pizzeria Uno. If there's one near you, check it out. Absolutely. Next year on the Food Network, we're going to be talking you know, about... At, <laughs> at Walmart, you can get a whole box of sangria for only 17 bucks. Ooh. Wow. Wow, wow! Get your so own idea. Actually, there's you will. four liters of sangria for seventeen forty-eight. 
How do you make it? What is it? Anybody know? Well, I don't, but I don't know. Let me check. I don't remember what all is in it. Yeah, I think it's a, it's yeah. a Democrat hoax. That's probably true. Yeah, it's red wine with uh, with various fruit citrus in it. Like what? So. Like how do you make it? If you want to make it at home, red wine, which I guess is a red blend, I would think. Or, or is guess, it a uh, cabaret? Okay, I'll cabaret. Look up a rest- yeah, look up a recipe. Do you have a cabaret? Yeah, I'll look up a recipe for it. What's what's that red wine called? Cabaret. Cabernet? No. Cabernet? Uh, thank you. Cabernet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It traditionally consists of red wine and chopped fruit, often with other ingredients or spirits. Ooh. Uh, very popular amongst tourists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, little bit of recipe. Always red wine. So some kind of red wine. And yeah. some means to add a fruity or sweeter flavor and maybe boost the alcohol content. Traditionally, maybe mixed with local fruits such as peaches, nectarines, berries, apples, pears, or global fruits such as pineapple or lime, and sweetened with sugar and orange juice. So you got a really Spanish whole, Rioja wow. red is traditional. Okay, the Rioja is your classic Spanish cheap wine. Huh. Uh, Amanda, I bet they've got great sangria down your neck of the woods there in Mexico. Oh, I bet. You know, I'd love to try. Would you do me a favor? Yeah. Would you, would you, would you, if you go out, if it's not too expensive, would you go out and and and, tr- and get some local brew, local sangria, and let me know how it is. I will certainly try to do so, Mr. Kimball. If, if you think about it, I, I'm curious. I'm just curious. You know, All right. I will yeah. back. Listen, this is the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Amanda, and by the way, yeah, can you um while you down there, can you get me some barbecue um corn chips? They said, you know, in Mexico they make the best ones. So could you pick yeah, me up? Yeah, and Amanda, when you're down there, can you get stuff by get me a, a burrito to go, chicken a polo it was a chicken a po- polo uh, a burrito to go with uh, be- uh, black beans and rice maybe a little Amanda Amanda, do you got a uh do you have a pen and piece of paper? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I got, like, you know, I've got a, a note card on my phone. The list is building. <laughs> One of my faves is the uh, the the corn. Amanda, like, you better oh get the God. fuck out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, no, you'd be doing me a favor because I'll be trying all these things at the same time. I'll be like, I'm getting it for the boys. That's my excuse. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll, you know, I want to do something for a second. Would you give me a favor? Um, I yeah. found the other mix of, um, not to jump around, uh, uh, but, you know, getting back to real quick to that song, you know, Kevin Michaels, um, I found a more recent mix. I'm going to play you the beginning, if you don't mind. I'll play the beginning Ooh. of this mix. And I just want you to tell me what you think of this mix. Okay. Yes. So be, no. what, what we're <laughs> listening for is it to be a little emptier, a little cleaner, not quite so much going on. All right. Tell me if this does that. All right? Okay. You tell me. Yeah, All right. Sure. All right. No. Nope. Nope. Wrong one again. That's I guess I don't it. have it. No. That's the old one. That's the oh. first one I just played. Oh, well. I guess so. I thought I, I thought I had it here. That Damn. was quick, Andy. You said, nope. I was like, I I just heard, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this is, you know, you might have to give me another minute. 
here. Guys, uh, we do everything on this show. We cook. We do music. <laughs> we, we we send notes to each other to pick up food. What else? What we else do. we do, guys? Cook. Um, cook. Oh, wait. This might be it. <laughs> this is it. I, this, I'm wrong. I think this is Ooh. it. We have no structure. And if you don't like it, oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'm going to, um, this is it. Shit, come on, you. Um, he has technical stuff, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Push the button. Yeah, push the button. <laughs> push the button. All right, uh, anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yes, so, um, yours truly is starting to get some gigs here, very far and few between, uh, summer, fall. You know, far out, but uh, you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear a mask uh, anymore in LA and back east in Philadelphia and New York. The mask mandates, and also what it was announced today that the proof of vaccination mandate is also gone. Ixnate, see ya, out what? of here. And, yeah, and let's say, again, let's the proof again, of va- no, no, no more masks and yeah. no more proof of vaccination. Out of here. No mask and no proof of vaccination. That's all over the U.S. So why yeah, did no, I no, no, in L.A. In, in LA. Oh, Republicans in LA. love it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow. here, where I'm at, uh, we don't have to wear masks anymore. There's still people walking around with masks. I'm like, dude, they say you don't have to wear it anymore. Why are you still wearing it? I, I, I think I it tried became really like I tried to wear like masks. Yes. I, I wear a mask and people can throw me candy bars. Oh my gosh! Thank you. That is funny. <laughs> I need to learn that. Their wallet. Hey, people have me their wallet. You want to hear something funny, guys? Yeah, I want to hear something funny. This guy, I asked him, "Why are you wearing a mask? We don't have to wear a mask anymore." He said, "Well, uh, my excuse, I didn't get a, I didn't shape up my mustache and my beard today, so I got super going to cover it." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Wow. I found it. I'm going to play. Actually, I have yeah. to wear a mask because I have no lips. Oh, oh, I hate well, that. You... Wow. I hate that. Yeah, my lips fell off from COVID. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I don't think that was COVID. I think that was something else. <laughs> does, does, anybody was hear, does anybody well, hear? Well, she those? said that was her name. If you don't like it, I'm going to whoop you. Uh, yeah. What was you going to say, Andy? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try playing this tune now. I think it's the right mix. Okay, the beginning for you, Kevin Michaels. Here we go. All right. Thank you. 
what do you think? Wow. Oh, firstly, it's beautiful. You can tell the difference. It's cleaner, is it? Is it cleaner? It is. You feel it, it, is, you feel it right? Is it, is, it, is it me or is the vocals slightly out? The harmony, the background, uh, the background harmony, the background vocals? No, the main vocals. They seem slightly off. But um, I don't know if it's meant to be that way. It's intentional that way because in certain right. points, then it hits back on time again. It's just, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Might be. I don't really know. I don't know. But it seems yeah. cleaner, doesn't it? It seems cleaner, doesn't yeah. it? The, the yeah. first one had a lot, so much going on, you know, it yeah. had so much, so much clutter, you know. Oh, it sounds incredible so far. Yeah, and he, he we recorded another vocal, you know, the vocal track that he did in Nashville. Uh, just wasn't there. You know, he was under so much pressure and the gun, a lot of uh, political and production issues going on in the studio and all that yeah. stuff. You don't want that as a musician. That's the last thing you want. So, yeah. uh, so in our own Coast to Coast Studios, which is a recording studio, you know, we can do the whole nine yards here. I can't get a band in our studios here, but we can get singer-songwriters and performers and duos and trios and banjo and guitars and bass and all that stuff. We can do it right here. Chipmunks in the same studio that we do this radio show in. And, uh, we have the capability of doing that. And Kevin Ivins, then he's so, you know, he's a couple hundred tracks if you, for one song. For one song. It's incredible. Amazing. Absolutely incredible. I love and it. I love the sound of it. Yeah, the, fun, the fun thing will be, what happened to go to Downham, Georgia? Hmm. Went to number one. And we called it, we knew it would. On this show, when it we started did. charting, yeah. period, we said, and Kevin was our guest way back, and we said, Kevin, it's going to hit number one. <laughs> well, yeah. I love the way you and, expressed that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it went number nine, then five, then sat at three for a while, then number one, and it stayed there for three weeks. And we called it first on this show. I think that I think what's this? Uh, I think for you is going to go. I, it's hard to say right now where it's going to land on the charts, but I think it's going to go very, very high. I think it's going to have more broad reach than than down home Georgia, which was really just you know pertaining, you know, yeah. trying to do that country yeah. market. I, I think I think for you is a what they call a, a AOR, you know, adult contemporary. You know, it's like a you know love song, you know, love for you, yeah. you know. Yeah. And love so songs we'll always do so well. They really it's, it's do. A, yeah. It's a timeless song. It's a very timeless song. You did, like you play it, it you play it everywhere, man. It is. And know what else I did from a, from a production standpoint uh, is I put the we had some uh, uh, harmony tracks on the course for you. Um, is I ghosted the lead vocal track. In other words, instead of just putting it perfectly parallel, is I did like a something you might hear from Pet Sounds from Brian Wilson, the Beach Boys, where you put the, the harmony just a milli, 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 a point zero 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 one second delay behind the main vocal, so it shadows it just a little bit. So it's sort of yeah. shadowing on the lead as opposed yeah. to just being there harmonizing the lead. Because usually when you see somebody live and they have backup singers or harmony, as, yeah. as especially if it's an improv kind of thing, and here we're doing the course when we see a live show, you know, uh, unless they're amazingly rehearsed, I guess, like the Beach Boys or Paul McCartney, um, you know, the, the backup singers are going to be, okay, here it is, bam, and they start just, it's almost undetectable, undetectable. Yeah, yeah. How, how, right? And it's more of a shadowing, but what it does, I think, is it creates a sense of reality. It creates a sense of them being yeah. in the room with you, of singing the song to you, not just something yeah. you're going to hear, but something you're going to feel. It's going to land, you know? 
And, and that's what we're striving for in this tune, as opposed to the original Nashville mix. We're trying to make this thing really, yeah. really land, you know. And, and I think we're, you know, you heard both, at least the beginning of both. Do you think we're on the right track? What do you think? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I agree with what you said, because the slightest little change in effect like that, what you did with the backing vocals, can make a world of difference of how lively or how um, the quality and tone of a song can actually be. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, uh, Chet? I think so. This is a compliment. Don't take this the wrong way. This is a compliment. Howard Stern, years ago, I haven't heard Howard Stern in 10 years. I don't know how long it's been, so I heard Howard Stern. And maybe he's the same, but he had a guest uh, on his show quite often. Like, Chet comes on our show, like, you know, pretty regularly, right? Um, he had a guest on his show by the name of George Takai, who was uh, played solo on Star Trek. And, and and George's George Sakai's affect, his demeanor, what he said is very, very, very much like what Chet does on our show. You know that that kind of grounding, that ser- you know, humorous but yeah. serious kind of tone. You know, it's yeah. very cool. Yeah. So, Ch- Chet, that's a compliment. That's a compliment. Just so you know. Well, the, oh, thank you. Well, that is cool. <laughs> uh, another one. <laughs> another one I've used is like uh, to thicken up a vocal. You can dupe it a couple times, yeah, and then run one of the tracks slightly behind, one track slightly ahead, and it's like yeah, almost great. like doubling or tripling yeah. without yeah. having to sing it over again. Yeah, although I've done it's that. still yeah. not as good as actually doubling the vocals. So yeah, but it's a way to get around it quick. Yeah, I don't like doubling the lead vocal. I, I like to to be real clean and sincere, and just bam, here it is. You know. And then um, just, you know, right there. You know, Chet, um, we did a song. You and I did a song together. Actually, it was a live track. It was recorded. Actually, it was recorded in Hawaii live, I believe. Um, a tune called, what was it called? Outside Track. Outside Track. Oh, and, yeah. And, and you took that. And, man, you made a monster of that tune. That song is impeccably so produced. Oh, my God. And you talked about we should get a video uh, to, to copy that song, and I agree with you. We should do that somehow. Um, but anyway, a bunch of ideas. A lot of ideas. A lot of ideas. Anyway, we can go on talking about music forever. We're out of time. I wish we weren't, but we are. Now that I've completed, oh, yeah, right. I, now that I've completed my uh, Johnny Walker double black. Yay. <laughs> ah. <laughs> are we coming back Friday? I think we are, eh? Yes. Let's do Absolutely, eh? Yes. We've been so lazy. We should go tomorrow. What the hell? I feel we should. Um, But we're back Friday uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern, whatever time that is, and you're next to the world. We're going to be here talking about. Oh, yeah, it's Fridays. So don't listen unless you have a drink in hand on Friday. And don't be driving when you do that. Your home yeah. or wherever it might be. But Unless it's a soda. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Don't drink and drive. Just remember, yeah. folks, if you're driving home, take your car. <laughs> I saw a meme today, actually, where they said the price of um, alcohol has dropped so much with the price of fuel going so high that you should drink and not drive. <laughs> you know, I, I, they, I, yeah. It's unreal. You know, you're in LA. We've hit. 31 records in the past 45 days of how high Crazy. fuel. Ready for this? 
The average okay. price of a gallon, I've got an electric car. I don't worry about these things. It costs me $12 to fill up, okay? So uh, the average price of a gallon of gas in Los Angeles County is $5.65 per gallon. Whoa. Five sixty-five. And you know what? Because Kevin came out to the studio yesterday, and he you know, got here, took about an hour and a half from Santa Monica here to the Pasadena area, which is normally a... You know, after traffic is horrible, but it took an hour and a half. There has never been, and I've been in LA for six years now, somewhere around there. There has never been more traffic than now, and fuel is five sixty-five a gallon. Who the hell? How the hell? <laughs> I I can only wow. say I was I was interested two things, right? LA. Southern California is very, very, very expensive to live in Southern California. I mean, you can go outside of LA. The further outside you get out of the town, blah, 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 it's less expensive. Then you go out to, you know, drive 45 minutes out, an hour out, and, and it's like anywhere in USA. But to be in LA, so to speak, you know, in LA area, um, mm-hmm. for the most part, there are some exceptions, but for the most part, this is a very, very expensive place to live. Yeah. So yeah. if you can afford to live here, that it doesn't make a difference if gas is four dollars or ten dollars. Well, ten dollars obviously would, but you know what I'm saying, four dollars or five dollars or three dollars. Yeah. It wouldn't make it. It's not going to stop you because you can afford it. You you live in LA. You can afford five sixty five. You're gonna you're gonna complain. You'll say, oh my god, oh my god. But you'll give me a credit card. And you'll pay it. You'll pay it. Yeah. Or buy a Tesla. <laughs> That's what I now. I um, you know something. My Tesla has paid for itself. I don't know how many times. I just drove up to San Francisco and back. I've actually I've done it a couple of times the past couple of weeks. It costs I don't know what twenty five dollars maybe. You know, I go, really? I go I can I can go almost three hundred miles on one hundred percent charge. I can almost go there. Wow. But but real world driving like anything else, you know, like anything else, it's not you're not going to do it. You're just going to say, oh, you got to make. And when you put it in navigation, and it tells you where you're going to stop at this Tesla supercharger, how long you're going to be there what your charge is going to be when you leave and what your charge is going to be when you enter the next charging stop. So what I usually do is I say, hell, if it's telling me stay here for 15 minutes, then go up the road and stay there for 20, I'll just do it all here. Wow. You know what I mean? So I'll stay here for 35 minutes and avoid the one up there and keep going. You know what I mean? So, but And, and the charging stops and, and, and superchargers are really cool places with either shopping malls, a lot of restaurants, and places to hang out. And for the very first time, and the only one in the world, on the five on the way up north from L.A., there's actually a Tesla supercharger lounge. You get into it by passcode, and your passcode comes up with a screen when you pull into charge, and you go in. It's got lounge chairs and vending machines and, and Tesla, member, you know, T-shirts and sweatshirts and, and places to use your cell phone and relax and chill. Um, it's actually a, a lounge for Tesla owners while they're charging the cars. It's incredible. The ownership experience of owning a Tesla is is like no other car you could ever imagine imagine owning. And what I say is this: if you can afford a car in the 30s, maybe low 40s, thousand dollars, mid 30s, low 40s, and even if the Tesla you want costs a little bit more than that, get it for two reasons: a when you drive off the dealer car lot, your car appreciates. It gains value. So what is the car, what is that dollar doing for you during the time of ownership of a vehicle? You get a used car or a new car off a dealer lot. What's that dollar do when you start driving it? In the basin. At Tesla, it stays the same or actually appreciates depending on the demand of the vehicles. 
and the cost in energy savings is incredible. Yeah. These things are amazing. And you get free updates on the air every couple of weeks. They're sending you something. Right now, I can change the color of my car on the screen. Okay. All right. Somebody thought of that, but I don't know how much they pay that guy to do that. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mono Lake. Mono Lake at 614 a gallon. 614 wow. a gallon. And then I up Marin, you. where my brother lives, it's 578. Well, where yeah, I'm at, LA is 535. Yeah, I was just up in Marin. Uh, I was just up there, uh, Chet, in Marin uh, at Sausalito. And yeah, and I didn't worry about it. I had enough charge to go almost halfway back to LA again. I was worried about it. Fuck it, you know. It's five seventy nine a gallon here. That's ridiculous. I I miss. Here's what I have to say, folks. And I don't work for Tesla. I'm not an advertiser. Tesla does not advertise on the show. I own a Tesla, so I'm speaking purely from the ownership experience, and I've owned a lot of cars, a bunch of different manufacturers in my life, mostly Fords, Hondas, mostly Fords, actually. Tesla, I know there's other manufacturers that make electric cars. Yes, there are. Tesla has about a billion miles, literally, capital B, of research and data collected regarding the operation of a, of a electric car doing on the road. And they use this data to upgrade their cars constantly, and it costs you nothing for those upgrades. It is the most incredible, sophisticated, high-tech, amazing car you'd ever want to own or drive. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. They don't advertise in our show. I'm I'm saying that as an owner. Just be prepared to pull over if you see powered by windows come up on your dash. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so I guess we got a wrap. Uh, we'll come back Friday. Um, and I bet there, I bet there's people, because I know I've got the Andy Demander show on my Tesla, so I get in my car. Guess I listen to when I get in my car. Hmm. hmm. I wonder. Andy and Amanda. Hmm. <laughs> and, I, and sometimes when I get home and I'm not finished, the show's on, right? And, I, and I'm pulling in my garage, and I, and I, you know, the show's still running. And I sit there, and I'm like, I'm listening to our show, not because I'm on it. Well, wait, no, not because I'm on it, because I find our show to be one of the most entertaining vehicles on radio. It truly is. No matter what, it's just a really Mm -hmm. fun show. And I'm hoping that our audience, I'm hoping our audience agrees with us. And what I'd like you to do is send us an email. And we have gotten emails, and I appreciate and thank those who have sent them. Send us an email, Andy and Amanda Show at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. What do you want to hear? What do you want us to do? Do you want to play more you want us to play more music? Do you want us to do more Dr. Ruth? Do you want us to be more serious? Do you want us to be more not serious? What what do you want us to do? And who Andy, your favorite call in personality is. Uh, of course. Well that goes without uh, uh you know, that's uh, you know that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah absolutely. We, we, we would love to hear from you. We truly would because, you know, it makes our day when we hear from you. It's nice to, to, to really socialize with our listeners and get their thoughts. Yes. And, and we've gotten a lot of great, great email responses to our show and, and what do you call them, twatters? And it's uh, problematic. <laughs> what do you call them there? What, what, uh, <laughs> Some of the spam spam is quite quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. Yeah. So we so when you think about our it, spammers you know, are the best. 
we have yes. Chet, who's a, who's a who's a great friend of the show. Does a, we love having Chet on, and he calls a couple times a week or one, whatever it is, it's great. And um, and we have Amanda there in Mexico, you know, officially of the UK. How I bill our show, but she is from the UK, but in Mexico now for a few months, which is wonderful. There yeah. with that, hanging out with a, yeah, another. Man. She's a, a, another friend of the show, Bella Abzu. Um. <laughs> That he sits in his his driveway listening to the show too. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he's a you know you are a fucking moron. Hey hey hey, Thomas. Come on, Harry. Lay off the thought. Uh, okay. yeah, I know. Right. Hey, there's something awfully spooky going on around here. <laughs> And because most of our audience is, and it's a big audience around the world, listens to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you can join the show live Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for the most part. For the most part. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time by dialing 515-605-9888 or emailing the show. Send us your thoughts. What do you think? What do you want us to do? What do you want to hear? Do you want to be part of the show? Do you want to call it? Email us at andy at show at gmail.com. That being said, we're out of here. This is the end of another adventure on Internet radio, and uh, nobody gets us out of here better and faster than our co-host, Amanda Love. So let's turn the show over to Amanda, who will now sing the Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> uh, wait, what? That's my sound. Oh, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There is a ticker talker. Ticker tacker? There's a ticker talker. Ticker talker. Tick tack? A tick? Okay. What do you call it there? Not a slow. Somebody played on Tic Tac a, um, a, a, a stadium. 75,000 people were gathered in the stadium to watch a sporting event, a football game, whatever, or whatever it was down at the University of Georgia. You can find YouTube or whatever. Um, and the person who sang the national anthem, a woman who sounded great, her microphone kept failing during the singing of the national anthem. And oh you had 70, 75,000 people picked it up and sang the national anthem in the stadium when her mic failed. And I got to tell you, not that I'm Mr. Joe Schmo, you know, patriotic, whatever. I love where I live and I think it's wonderful you know? to be happy in the United States. No, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me look. I, I better start looking for the escalades. Yeah, Chet and I have had many yeah. conversations about our issues here. Well, I told Amanda to hurry up. That's a whole show. Chet and I will entertain you someday with our thoughts. But anyway, um, the um, <laughs> what we check. But anyway, um, but it would have been my, funnier if they'd all started singing "O Canada." <laughs> but it, it will give you goosebumps to hear how 75,000 people at a stadium in Georgia just picked up the United States National Anthem and sang it and finished it for the woman whose microphone failed. It, it was, I gotta tell you, 
It was, it was, it was, it was goosebumps. It truly is. Goosebumps. Yeah. I, yeah. My eyes would have been water and everything. I would have been like, you know, all mushy. Yeah. The yeah, bad yeah. news, the bad <laughs> news was later when she had to sh- share her salary with those seventy-five thousand people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We choose truth, truth over facts. Yeah. Amanda, hurry up, please. please. I will if I can get a word in it. You know what was going on. My baby, when you go out with me, money oh, means no. nothing. Oh, no. Okay, I'm hopping on Amanda. Beautiful morning. Get out of here, Amanda. Bye. I'm stuck. <laughs> and it's- oh, my God. All right. Oh, my God. I like the way that you talk about. I like the way that you talk about. I like that one. Oh, my goodness. I think it was. Who's talking about There it is. Every day is special when you spend it with people you love. Oh, thank you. This is another hour, guys. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Friday. Right, See you Friday, folks. Amanda, okay. get inside of yours. I can get oh, finally. <laughs> 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 okay. I'll, I'll be happy about the Kimbo myself. And, uh, <laughs> all right. Bye. Yeah. Don't worry about the human element. Don't worry about the movie. We're gone. Bye. Done. Bye. <laughs> Later. Later. Yeah, I, all power. Andy, uh, that's making me gonna. That's going. I'm gonna go for real. <laughs> All right, let's be right here. Bye bye. I guess you know. Where are we going? <laughs> there it is. What? Hey, I got a question. Cornell. Oh no. Yes. When's Joe Rich coming back on their show? Like, get, let's get Joe back on here. Joe who? Oh, okay, cool, no problem. I'm like, Joe who? Joe who? Joe who? Joe Smooth. Hello. <laughs> uh, Joe definitely, Rich. I work on that um, this Friday. Yeah, Joe is a, uh, for those of you who don't know, Joe is a, uh, a friend of the show. He's I'm a former, right now. former uh, Harlem Globetrotter coach, referee for the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals, who they always play, and a sports aficionado and currently an ambassador to the 76ers minor league team, part of the 76ers, actually. Uh, just a fun guy. And he's great. And, and Love to talk sports with him, and uh, maybe he'll be coming back on. Uh, yeah, whenever Cornell can arrange it. But you know, I'm arranging it right it's, now. It is it's, molecularly it's impossible. impossible. We're gonna try our best, though. We're gonna try our best. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, All right guys, right here. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Mighty Mouse is on his way. Hey, Amanda. Yes, darling. I've been thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 I'm saying. Oh, God. I 
Okay, now y'all gotta sound scary. Stop! It's kind of scary now. Okay, we started breaking in those on that thing now. What the hell? On that note. I got you to go. We're joining the Andy and the Amanda show while Andy's yeah. breaks down laughing in the yeah. background. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of scary. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's next, Andy? <laughs> we thank you for joining us for Wednesday, Wednesday's episode. I can't even speak. This is laughter. Put me off. Well, I just talked to Joe. He said, just let him know when you want to, you know, him to come on the show. He loves the show. Okay. Well, guys, I got to go. We got to go. Today to me is a very good day. Yes. Yes. We'll see you Friday, folks. We're out of here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.